0: Good morning, morning. morning. very warm welcome to you to our service of worship on this Sunday when we uh, think about the work of Christian Aid, uh, the beginning of Christian Aid Week, and as we gather together, may you know God's loving presence with you. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles the lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed praise the lord my soul so let's come to worship god as we sing our first hymn Come, now is the time to worship. Mission Praise 1040. pray together (laughs) loving God we thank you that you are the God who welcomes us through our Lord Jesus Christ and that through him we may come as we are uh, to worship you and to praise you to uh, hear your word, and to pray together and Lord we thank you that you have brought us here today Lord, we are conscious that um, as we come as we are, there are perhaps things in our minds and our hearts that are burdening us. And Lord, we thank you that you know all about them, that you know all our cares and concerns, and that we can bring these before you. And we ask Lord that you would help us now to lay these before you and be able to think of your love and your care for us and for those that we love. Help us as we, as we learn together of your word to know more about you and to trust in your love for us. Lord, we are sorry for the times when we have said or thought or done things that are not uh, good or pleasing to you. We ask that you would forgive us and cleanse us by your Holy Spirit and help us, Lord, to live to be more like Jesus and to share his love with those around us for we pray all these things through jesus christ our lord who taught us to pray saying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen well i wonder what we've got in our bible book today um let's have a look oh well i've got another book it's it's a book and it says acts on it acts and this is a reminder to us that the bible is actually a little bit like a library. It's got lots of books in it, and one of the books is the book of Acts. And this is really like an adventure story. It's got lots of stories of Jesus' friends going out and telling other people about him, about how good it is to know God and to know God's love through Jesus and uh, one of the people who had a lot of the adventures probably most of the adventures that are recorded in this book was a man called paul and last week we were learning a little bit about paul and one of his best friends barnabas and today we're going to uh, think about what they did next so paul and barnabas were chosen by their church leaders to go traveling that's quite a nice thing isn't it and they went from town to town And they told everyone about Jesus and many people became friends of Jesus wherever they went and so it came time for them to go back and tell people in their home church how they got on so they they went back um, and they actually went to tell um, also the church in Jerusalem where Peter and James and the other friends of Jesus were and there was a lot a lot to talk about a lot They didn't have photographs in those days, so they didn't bore everyone with their photographs, but they told stories of uh, amazing things that God was doing through them. And they said, we've told everyone we met about Jesus. And uh, they are now friends of Jesus. And and in every town, there are now friends of Jesus that we've been to. That was Paul and Barnabas were telling um, Peter and the others all what was happening. And and they thought that was great. And Peter said, God knows all of us, so anyone can be his friend. God told us this would happen in the Bible, added James. God says everyone can be a part of his family. And soon Paul and Barnabas were ready to go off on their travels once again. And this time they took a couple of other friends. Judas and Silas went with them and now even more people would hear about jesus and become his friends as well and this is really a a story of how the church grew and grew and began to grow all over the world into one big family of friends of jesus just by people telling other people about jesus and that anyone can be his friend so let's let's pray about that together now let's pray Dear Father God, thank you that you sent Jesus for everyone, that anyone can be his friend and be part of your big family. Help us to tell our friends and family about you and what you can do for them that they would want to be Jesus' friend too. Amen. We're going to have... Uh, an action song and this one is one you've, you've had a couple of times before it's called My Lighthouse
1: Sunday morning is from the book of Isaiah Isaiah chapter 61 and reading the first three verses Isaiah 61 and at verse 1 the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor he has sent me to bind up the broken hearted the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. Our Gospel lesson is to be found in the Gospel according to Luke. Luke chapter 10 and reading from verse 25 to 37. Luke 10 and at verse 25. On one occasion an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? but he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was and when he saw him, He took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said. Amen. Thanks be to God. Let us continue our worship in the singing of Church Hymnary 4, number 544, When I Needed a Neighbour. And this will be accompanied by a Christian Aid video. <coughs> when
2: I needed a neighbour, were you there, were you there? I needed a neighbor. Were you there? And the creed and the color and the name—what matter? Were you there? I was hungry and thirsty. Were you there? Were you there? I was hungry and thirsty. Were you there? And the creed and the color. I was cold, I was naked. Were you there? Were you there? I was cold, I was naked. Were you there? And the creed and the
0: Let's pray as we come to God's word. Lord God, we thank you that you are the God who is present with us and that you go ahead of us and prepare the way. Lord, we ask that you would help us as we think about your compassion for your world and sending your son Jesus and the commission that you have given us to be those who would share in that compassion with others that you would speak to our hearts and our minds as we come to your word your living word and we thank you lord that you have something uh, to share with us to uh, strengthen us and renew us in our faith and in our walk with you to lift up the name of Jesus so lord we ask that by your spirit you would open our eyes and our hearts to you in Jesus name Amen. Well, the parable of the Good Samaritan is one of the best known and best loved of all Jesus' parables. And at the center of the story is this question that a religious leader asks Jesus, Who is my neighbor? It's actually a very important question for us, especially as we think of the needs of people around the world this Christian Aid Week. The question comes out of a conversation this religious leader has with Jesus, which begins with a question supposed to test Jesus. Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? As Jesus so often did in these kind of conversations, he replied to the man's question with one of his own. What is written in the law? How do you read it? It's not that Jesus didn't know the answer already, but he wanted to hear what the religious leader would say to help him think the matter through. And so the, the man replies to Jesus with this summary of God's law, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself jesus then says to him you've answered correctly do this and you will live think if we're honest with ourselves we'd soon realize that this is a pretty tall order for us because few of us will ever perfectly love god with all our heart and soul and strength and mind and love our neighbor as ourselves even part of the time let alone throughout every day of our lives. But this is when we need to remember the reason Jesus came to be our Savior. It's because we all fall short of God's perfect standard of love. As it says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short, fall short of the glory of God. And so we all need forgiveness for our sins, for every word or deed or thought that falls short of this perfect standard of loving God and loving our neighbour as ourselves. The good news is, though, that however much we fall short of God's perfect standard, Jesus has lived a perfect life for us. And we can receive his life and God's forgiveness for every one of our sins through faith in him. And God gives us the gift of his Holy Spirit to help us to love as he loves us. Because as it says in Romans 5, 5, God has poured, God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And it's through the power of God's Holy Spirit that we are really enabled to love God and one another in a way that we just couldn't manage on our own. And this is what the opening verses of Isaiah chapter 21 is really about. These words which begin, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Now these words were read by Jesus at the beginning, near the beginning of his ministry in the synagogue in Nazareth. And that was his, the place where he was brought up. And they were words that uh, Jesus actually applied to himself. He said that uh, in your hearing, these words have now come true. And Jesus was saying that God, his Father, had anointed him with the Holy Spirit to proclaim the good news. And this good news was wide-ranging. It's good news to the poor because it's available to anyone we don't need to have anything to receive this good news apart from knowing that we need what god has to give us that we're receptive secondly it's good news to the brokenhearted when we look at the gospels we see that wherever jesus went he brought healing of people's hearts sometimes it came through physical healing which transformed that person's life like the time when Jesus healed a woman who had been suffering bleeding for years and she'd spent all her money on on cures which didn't really work. But Jesus healed her and she was transformed. Other times it came when Jesus released a person from darkness within, like when he cast out unclean spirits from those afflicted, with pain or pain of a different sort, which they'd been bound in for in their own kind of prison for perhaps many years. And this was the arrival of God's favor that's spoken about in Isaiah, the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus brought that in. And it was God's favor for people who had been broken or captive or grieving Or even despairing because wherever he went Jesus brought hope and life and freedom. He exchanged people's mourning with joy and their despair with praise. It was like he gave them a new start and in fact he described it as the new birth. It was a spiritual new birth. And at the end of Isaiah 61.3, we're given this picture of these changed people being like wonderful oak trees, it says. They will be called oaks of, the, of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And it's really a, a lovely image if we think about it, because when you think of an oak trees, you think of something really strong and, and stable. It's a tree that puts down deep roots, so that it can grow tall with all the nutrients it it needs. And there will be lots of branches and leaves. And then it becomes a sanctuary for birds and animals to find shelter and rest. It draws others to benefit from the strength and the shelter it brings. And what's most wonderful of all, when people look at such a tree, they see God's splendor displayed. When we think that this is really about what God can do in a person's life, it is a really wonderful thing that God can so transform us, however we've started out, so that later on people will look at us and see not brokenness and despair, but a crown of beauty. Is that really the same person, they might say? That's what God gives us through Jesus we become rooted in God's love, we begin to grow up into these oak trees of righteousness to display something of God's grace and his love for others. Now, of course, it doesn't just stop with us because God pours out his love into us by his spirit, not only so that we'll know that we're loved by God, which is important for us, to know that we're loved so deeply and completely that God sent his only son Jesus to die for each one of us but also because our our Lord Jesus invites us and sends us out to continue his ministry he calls us to do what he did because through our faith in him we also receive the spirit of the sovereign Lord to proclaim the good news As Jesus said in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 12, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. So what a privilege to be part of Jesus' continuing ministry to the poor and the brokenhearted and the sick and the oppressed. To be part of this continuing move of God, empowered by his spirit throughout our world, wherever he has placed us. So let's return just briefly to the story of the Good Samaritan. Remember this parable of Jesus was his way of answering the question the religious leader had asked about applying this command to love your neighbor as yourself. Who is My neighbor. Well, today we are thinking particularly about the needs of people in other lands who are being helped by Christian aid and how our donations will go to meeting some of those needs. However, the parable of Jesus is also a challenge for us to think of how we respond to people in ways that might interrupt us or take us out of our comfort zones. Now, it's true that the parable was given to show the religious leader that it's those who show compassion, whoever they are, even if they are a Samaritan who he didn't really think much of. It's the people who show compassion that are real neighbours to those in need. The person in need in this case being the man who was attacked by robbers and left for dead at the side of the road. But within the story, I think we see that the Samaritan is the only one who is prepared to interrupt his day. And whatever plans he had, he put them on hold to care for the man in need. And he was the only one who was willing to go and involve himself in what could be a very costly business. There was no NHS in those days. So he would have had to pay for the care, as we're told he did, for the innkeeper to bind up the wounds and to provide his food. And so he gave of his time and his money to make sure that the man was helped. And this is also a challenge to us because we can be so caught up in our own life and what we're doing that we sometimes fail to see the person in need almost right in front of us. And yet, if we're willing, God can use us to be the ones who step out and reach out in love and compassion for Christ Jesus our Lord, in little ways and perhaps sometimes in big ways. It might just be a willingness to take the time to ask someone how they are or to offer someone a cup of tea or coffee that's needed. Or if we think about people further afield in countries affected by drought or famine or war, we still have a part to play in being a good neighbor to them by the way that we live, by the choices we make, and by our willingness to share what God has given us. One thing we can all do is to pray for those in need, both known to us and those we will only hear about both near and far and lift them up to God who loves them completely. And he will show us our part in proclaiming the good news to the poor, of continuing that work of Jesus who came to proclaim good news to us, to die for us and to be our saviour. God wants us to take part in demonstrating his compassion and mercy for people for whom he sent his only son, Jesus, to be saviour of the world. Jesus said to the man, Which of these do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Amen. Let's pray together. Loving Lord, we thank you that you have come close to us, that you went out of your way, that you left um, the glory of heaven to come to this earth, to come as a light into the darkness, to bring your life. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you have come with this ministry to heal the brokenhearted, to heal the sick, to bring the captives out of captivity. Lord, in this day, we thank you that you enable us by your Spirit to continue this work, And, Lord, we are conscious of many needs around our world. And we thank you for the work of Christian aid in many places, helping those affected in the countries by droughts or famine and in places to help them to to cope with these changes in our climate and many other work, Lord, that's... they're involved in. We thank you for each part. We pray that you would use our donations that are received to to bless that work. Lord, we are aware that uh, there are so many needs in our world. But Lord, help us also to be open to recognize the needs around us to be willing like the good Samaritan to step out of our schedule to step out of the things that we are doing to step into your schedule and your plans for them to bring your healing and restoration to provide for their needs. We thank you Lord that you are the God who gives us what we need so that we can share that with others that you are the god of bounty that you are the generous god lord we ask that you would help us to rely on your strength to be good samaritans wherever we are to love our neighbor as ourselves and teach us to love you more and to to know that care that you have for us through jesus lord we pray for your church and we especially ahead to the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland Lord we pray that you would guide us by your spirit in these days of change that you would help us to continue that work of proclaiming the gospel in our parishes and throughout Scotland and beyond Lord we thank you that you are faithful to us That we can rely on you in all things so Lord we bring those who are on our hearts to you now those who are grieving those who are going through times of trial and difficulty those who are sick Lord we ask for your healing and comfort we ask for your deliverance and your provision for every need and that peace that passes understanding. And We thank you, Lord, for the example of those who have gone before us. We have shared the faith of Christ. We have been good neighbors to others. We have been good Samaritans. We thank you, Lord, for those who have shared with us something of your goodness and as we think of those dear to us who have gone ahead to be in your nearer presence we ask lord that you would help us to be faithful in all our lives that we may walk closely with you until that day when we are called into your heavenly presence so lord renew us in our hope and help us to bring hope by the power of your Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. We come towards the close of our service as we come to our final hymn, O Breath of Life, Mission Praise number 488. of God, which passes all human understanding, guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always. Amen.